The following program is sponsored by Wilson Financial Group and Mott & Associates, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors, Wilson Financial Group, and Mott & Associates. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve Involve the risk of loss of principal. Any tax advice on this show is not intended to be used by any person for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or state tax penalties that may be imposed on such person, and each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. Jude Wilson and Mike Mott are not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as solicitation of an offer to buy securities. Welcome to Retirement by Design with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. Your retirement is too important to leave for fate to decide. Using holistic wealth planning, we can help you craft a meaningful financial future. Retirement by Design starts now. Hello, welcome to another edition of Retirement by Design podcast with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, holistic wealth managers at the newly merged company of Mott and Associates and Wilson Group Financial, serving us throughout Florida here from their office in Orlando and Bradenton. Guys, welcome in. How are you today? Good morning. Doing awesome. <laughs> well, good. Doing <laughs> I like doing awesome. That's always a good way to start things off. You know, guys, I want to talk about some unique planning challenges here today on the podcast. Creating a customized retirement plan, as you guys know, for an individual can mean addressing a lot of challenges, and some of them can be unique. So let's discuss a few scenarios and some challenges that people get presented with and you guys see, as well as some solutions and some thoughts you might have to offer to the listeners here. So let's go ahead and start with a couple of, you know, a couple simple ones to kind of kick things off here. The age gap. Now, a lot of people are getting, you know, we have people that are doing second marriages and that's more and more common all the time. Maybe one spouse is significantly older than another. Does that create any unique planning challenges for the retirement process? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I guess the first one that comes to mind is usually is over Social Security. Okay. And there's so much misinformation out there about Social Security. So many people take Social Security at age 62. And especially when there's a big difference in ages between the spouses, and especially if the older spouse was the high income earner, it can be critical sometimes for that older spouse to delay Social Security until the later ages, maybe even as late as 70, to get their Social Security up high enough because the surviving spouse, and we would assume that would be the younger spouse, will have a long time to live after the older spouse has passed away. And if they take Social Security early, then that Social Security is going to be low for the rest of the second spouse's life. Because usually when the first spouse dies, then the second spouse is going to get the higher of the two, which is usually, again, in this situation would be the older spouse. That younger spouse is going to be stuck with a lower Social Security for a very, very long time if they make a wrong decision on that Social Security election. Our clients who have come to our our lunch and learns and some of our uh, seminars have met my wife in person. So they might feel that my wife is significantly younger than me because she looks significantly <laughs> younger than me. But that's just because I've aged pretty badly. So <laughs> it's all that Batman and Robin stuff we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily have this issue, but I know that uh, several clients do. 
And one of the things that uh, we talk about is estate planning and making sure the estate is properly put together so that that younger spouse can feel that he or she will have income for life. And so although we're not attorneys, we do a significant amount of analysis on making sure the assets are titled properly and making sure that when we look at the probability of their lifespan, that there's enough assets to make sure that the younger spouse can sleep at night feeling that, yes, if my significant other passes away, I'm going to be taken care of. Yeah. And there's a lot of folks that you know do run into this situation. Do uh, the children of situations like this, where you have one spouse significantly older than the other, does that kind of factor in as well? Maybe some have grown or maybe they've had uh, children once they've come together. Does that kind of factor in also? Well, certainly if it's in a second marriage, which you know, kind of you begin to assume that's the case. Right. So many times the older spouse might want to make sure that at some point some of the assets go to the children, but that's where you would maybe create a trust or something like that to hold the assets and support the younger spouse until they pass. And then the assets can go on to the kids. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about a few more unique planning challenges we might face here on Retirement by Design podcast, early retirement. So you mentioned, uh, Mike, a little bit that some people are like ready to turn it on right at 62 when it comes to Social Security. But what about people who want to retire before age 60? Obviously, the first thing that jumps out at me is the fact that if you don't have any sort of plan for your health care, you can't activate that until 65 with Medicaid, right? Absolutely. When somebody says they want to retire before age 60, I always begin to ask another question. Okay. Are you retiring from something or are you retiring to something? Hmm. Because when you retire that early, you really need to be able to have a plan of what are you going to do with yourself if you're not working anymore? Absolutely. The healthcare issue is a critical issue. You know, you definitely need to plan for what are you going to do for healthcare for that number of years. And Medicare, you know, starts at age 65, but what are you going to do in between? And quite frankly, medical cost is one of the number one concerns for anybody that's uh, looking at retirement today. You know, something that I, I find really unique in this day and age is looking at millennials. I'm the youngest of nine. My wife and I don't have any kids, but we're wow. the cool auntie and aunt. I bet. Uh, so, <laughs> so we have, I stopped counting at 35 nieces and nephews. Holy moly. Yes, sir. And a majority of them are millennials. And if you ask a millennial today, they've got this term called work-life balance. <laughs> I, I didn't know this term existed when yeah, I right? was uh, in my 20s. But they want to be able to retire much sooner and what I find is that you, you've got to be realistic with giving yourself enough time to accumulate assets, and those assets can produce income for you for the rest of your life. But if you don't give yourself enough time, and even our baby boomer clients, more than likely, if you're married now and you're a baby boomer, you have a significant chance of living until your, your late 80s and early 90s. So imagine the millennials and my generation, Gen X, there's going to be advancement in health care, and we are probably going to live significantly longer. So my advice would be give yourself enough time to save up a sizable nest egg and make sure you're doing some planning that that nest egg could last the rest of your life. 
Yeah, that's a great point. We're talking about early retirement as a unique planning challenge here on Retirement by Design. And like you were saying, Jude, you know, the next generation down, they're going to be living longer. And if you need a 3D lung printed, you can have that done. Uh, they're printing body parts now. So <laughs> you're going to stick around for a lot longer. You've got to make sure that you're certainly planning to have uh, your retirement fund stick around as long as you do. And of course, again, you're listening to Retirement by Design with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott of Mott and Associates and Wilson Group Financial. We're talking about unique planning challenges that can come up with special situations sometimes in retirement. Maybe there's an age gap. We discussed that. Early retirement age. What about a lack of liquidity, guys? Maybe a client has a lot of real estate or something like that and just you know limited investable assets. I'm sure that poses some challenges. Yeah, we see that often too. And most commonly, and we do see people that have a lot of real estate holdings, but the most common illiquid asset that I see are business owners. They've invested their whole life in building this business and they're proud of it. And they believe one day I will sell that business and the clouds will part and the sun will rise and everything will be beautiful. But I think we also have to make sure that you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. We've talked about that. People have heard that saying, but when it comes to real estate or business, it's something people can see, feel, and touch, so they feel that that is their ticket. Well, it's just like any other investment. You need diversification. And so when we're meeting with clients that have a significant amount of assets in one particular thing, either real estate or a business, we're trying now to show them a path of slowly diversifying and putting some money in other type of vehicles that can give them a broader array of investments in their portfolio. I mean, real estate can be an awesome investment, but there was a time when people thought real estate never could go down. And uh, of course, we know that's not true now. And real estate can be an awesome cash flow generator. So when you start to look at it, you have to just be sure that that real estate is going to generate enough cash flow for them to live on. I would continue to recommend to clients that even though you have lots of real, you may want to either delay retirement until you can accumulate some liquidity so that you have some emergency money for real in case that real estate doesn't generate the cash flow that they were hoping or they might begin as Jude mentioned to begin to sell off some of that real estate and diversify into other assets that uh, so they'd have a more balanced portfolio to support them during their retirement. Okay, well, this question I've got for you guys, I'm kind of interested about for separate finances as another unique planning challenge. My wife and I do that, where the husband and wife keep their money separate. You know, you might have mentioned earlier, uh, it's pretty common with second marriages. People happen to do that a lot of times when they have a, a second marriage. But either way you go about it, does that pose some unique issues when husband's accounts are completely separate from the wife's? <laughs> We're both laughing and looking at each other. <laughs> Am I in trouble? <laughs> Does that mean I've done something wrong? <laughs> no, no, we're not getting a divorce. <laughs> As a young advisor, I, I never saw this. It wasn't until probably 10 years into my career that I started to see these type of situations. Really? Okay. And the most unique one I've ever seen was that I had a, a client come in and they do all of their finances separately. One spouse is the accounting guru and keeps track of everything and then invoices the other spouse at the end of, <laughs> at the, end of the month for wow. their share of the expenses. Yeah, we're not that bad. So, so, <laughs> so when you brought that up, I kind of I smiled because that made me remember that story. 
but yes, it does bring about a unique challenge because traditionally we're looking at the total assets to provide total income for the couple, but it can be done. It can be looked at as individuals, but I think you kind of get the best of both worlds when you're, when you're looking at the whole pie instead of just a piece of the pie. Yeah, Jude, I, I agree with that. I think the critical issues, is, as Jude mentioned, is to look at all of the assets from a financial planning standpoint as a holistically. I look at it all together. Certainly, titling is important, too, because I, see, I do see places where husband and wives keep their assets separate, and they literally keep them in their own individual names, which can cause some severe estate planning problems if something happens to one of them. So, you have to look at the total picture together and then create a holistic plan for both of them and then make sure that the titling of those assets are done properly so that if something does happen to one of them, that the other one doesn't have to go through a lot of probate issues and et cetera, things like that in order to settle their deceased spouse's estate. Well, I'm glad I asked that question. My wife and I will have to, she'll have to listen to this podcast uh, for sure. We'll have to talk about this. And if you'd like to share the podcast, listen to the podcast, subscribe. You can find it on iTunes. Tune in and Player FM as well. Just uh, look for Retirement by Design. Again, that's Retirement by Design. That's what you're listening to here. With Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, we're talking about unique planning challenges. Uh, We've covered a lot of good stuff here, guys. Uh, Age gap, early retirement, uh, lack of liquidity, separate finances we just talked about that can prove to be interesting and unique challenges in the retirement planning process. And we'll finish off with divorce. You, you mentioned it, Mike, when you're making the little joke about you and Jude there. And uh, well, we did have an email we didn't get a chance to get to. And in that, we, you know, the woman talked about the fact that uh, now she's kind of feels that she's behind the eight ball. Not only is she shell-shocked from getting the divorce, but uh, seeing things get cut in half and really wasn't involved in the planning process and feels as though she's kind of lost. Is that something common and also unique that you have to face? Yes. Fear. <laughs> terror, anger, frustration, all those things seem to rise to the surface, especially over money during a divorce. And my advice to each, we've had a few divorces that have happened within our practice, and it's critical that each spouse then sit down and look at their situation as an individual moving forward, and then just restructure their life. It's hard enough emotionally, I'm sure, when all your finances are in a jumble, it then causes a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety. And so we think it's really critical then sit down and just kind of reset the table and look at all the finances as they are now and then look into their future and help them to begin to plan based on them moving forward single. Absolutely. Because at this point, they're sore to the touch. So everything can be out of focus. And to take an opportunity to meet with a professional that doesn't have the emotional attachment that she's going through right now and can really just lay things on the line and put together strategies to help move the ball forward, that alone sometimes gives them the emotional support to say, you know what, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So that's the first step. Just sit down, meet with a professional, they're not tied to this emotionally, and they can give you an honest view of where you're at now and what do you need to do to get to where you want to be at. And let me add one more thing. Absolutely. I hate to equate this to a death, but I see a lot of the same emotions is when it's complete, 
they feel like they've got to really start to make big decisions and move forward quickly. And I would suggest rather than doing that and taking making knee-jerk reactions and quick decisions, take your time and then try to make logical and, and sound decisions. You don't have to do everything in, in two days. You can take some time and, and really put together a plan and try to look at it from a logical standpoint as best you can during that very emotional time. No, that's a great point because, uh, you know, even to Jude's point as well, you're kind of emotionally raw already and, you know, not to make light of it, but uh, sometimes we might wish the other person was dead because we're getting a divorce and one of them gone, but take the time to step back and make sure that you're making smart, sound decisions. I think that's great advice for sure. One last thing. We are going to be having a, a seminar for women and investing and some of these issues we're, we're going to be addressing. We don't have a date yet, but it's coming. So be on the lookout for invitations in your email box and, and invitations in your regular traditional box, but women in investing. Well, that's fantastic. And if you'd like to call, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to call and get some more information, here's a number for you as well. 800-779-4592. That's 800-779-4592. Guys, thanks so much for joining me again this time around on the podcast. This has been Retirement by Design with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. Guys, thanks so much. I appreciate your time. I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks for having me. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.